hello, hello, and welcome to the Faster with Amy show. The show where we talk about how you can lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. What do you do when the going gets tough? What do you do when you feel all icky and alone and like the world is against you and everything is going wrong and you're just feeling super, very, incredibly low? I often get questions like these on Instagram and sometimes I forget that I deal with this too. Although I do have my lows and I also try to share these on Instagram, but sometimes it's easier to talk about them afterwards than when I'm actually going through them. Although I also do that. I've had my fair share of cry-filled stories. Even recently I did that. Um, So I get these questions like, what do you do when the going gets tough? And I also get questions about... What do you do? How do you get motivated again to get started again? Gotta be honest, I'm always fairly motivated to do things because I'm a really goal-oriented, performance-focused person. Not always a good thing, by the way. But today, I kind of want to walk you through the process that I use when the going gets tough or when everything feels too hard and like I'm all alone and no one supports me and everyone supports me on me, but I can't support on anyone and I'm sad and I'm also a victim. I'm gonna... (laughs) talk to you about how that feels and I should have gotten myself a glass of wine as we are recording this. Okay, so first up, there's something you need to know. It's that everyone is afraid and everyone is alone. This is something that my coach Sarah and my friend Sarah actually uh, told me way in the beginning of when we started working together and she said, well, Amy, everyone is afraid and everyone is alone. And if you can fix even a little bit one of those two things, you're doing a great job. And that's actually why I created the Fast Forward Amy Show. I wanted my audience to feel less alone and less afraid. And um, I hope that this episode will help you with that. This is episode 53, and that means that you can find everything, the recap of the steps we're talking about through fastforwardamy.com forward slash 53. And on top of that, I have a special training for you. If you clicked on this title, it means that you are very much into this topic right now and you want some extra help. Now, a whole while ago, I think it's almost maybe two years ago, I created a Get Your Shit Together training. At the time, it was a paid training. It's a video training. And it was a workshop I hosted online about how to get your shit together again. In hindsight, I should have maybe called it like a clarity class or whatever. But in that training... I walk you through, I think, 10 steps that will help you feel like you have your shit together again and like get you on top of your game. So if you want to access that, I have it today for you totally free instead of uh, the paid version they offered in the beginning. And you can grab it through fastforwardamy.com forward slash get your shit together (laughs) or just click the link in the description and you can access it right away. Okay, the rest of this episode is just me talking to you, blabbering word vomiting, us being in conversation. Just pretend that I'm one of your best friends and I'm sitting in the car with you and I'm giving you a pep talk or better yet, pretend we're having a glass of wine, okay? So uh, I had this recently. I was feeling really down and my boyfriend was like, what is going on? And that might sound weird because, you know, I have a really like two businesses that run really well. I have a family I love who loves me and all of that. Basically, first world problem. I have all the things. But that doesn't mean I don't have a lot of emotions at times. And at every different stage in your business, in your life, 
you will encounter the same patterns or the same things happening again, but just at a new level. And that was what was happening with me. Um, I've been building up my team, which is, um, I gotta say, I thought I didn't underestimate it, but I did underestimate it, or I underestimated like the peaks that would happen as you're building your team. And that felt really tough for me because I, I literally felt like a failure. And what happened is I got so sad, like deeply, deeply sad. And I was also like, holy shit, you really need to like separate your business and your life. But the people I work closely with, I just care about them a lot. And it also makes me me. I am an authentic person. And in my business, I want to be authentic as well. But I am the boss. And it can feel lonely at the top. Feels weird to say, but it is what it is. And what happens every time I feel like that or something like that happens is I think I'm all alone in it. And I think like other people do that way better and other people handle that way easier. And the result is I feel afraid, I have fear of failure, and I feel alone. Ta-ta-ta. That's exactly what Sarah told me, how everyone feels. So the first thing I try to do is I normalize it. Instead of getting all worked up about the fact that like I suck or <laughs> I'm a failure or I'm a bad boss or whatever. By the way, nothing huge happened. It was just stuff. Um, I try to normalize it and I look at it as this is me evolving instead of me doing something wrong. Because how I look at change and growing is that you have your comfort zone, which is like surrounding you and you can imagine it to be like a circle surrounding you and you're there and you're in your comfort zone and you see this place you want to go towards and it's a different circle and on the floor you see like gains it's written there so this is the comfort zone the gains are there imagine you are a person who's like tied with like an elastic band to the floor and like anchors to the floor you're like holy moly i really want to go there for me that means i really want to build that business with my tiny but mighty team i want to go to that circle okay full of motivation i start <laughs> i start my journey and i'm not an athletic person so okay i start i go there and at first i'm like yeah 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 and then all of a sudden bam and it feels like someone threw like a ball into my face And on that ball is written self-doubt. It's like, hmm, okay. And all of a sudden, like, on my leg, I feel another hit. And in my side here. And on all of those balls, it's like a dodgeball game where I'm, like, losing really quickly. And all of a sudden, bam, you're hit by a ball on your head. And on the ball is written self-doubt. And you're like, whoa, what, ha what just happened? But, okay, you go on and you're still like looking at that circle and bam on your hip another ball and it and you just you keep getting hit by all of these balls it's like you're playing a game of dodgeball and you are losing <laughs> the entire game like you're not even scoring one point or dodging one ball all the balls are hitting you and because that is happening you lose sight of the circle that's in front of you where the gains are pointed uh are written on the floor and You know, that elastic band was there, so you're getting pulled backwards and you're like very unstable and all of the balls are hitting you and it's like fear, past failures, everything is hitting you and you're getting pulled back and all of a sudden, before you know it, you've kind of like given up, you're resisting that, you're done resisting that force that's pulling you back and you end up, bam, on your butt, in that circle, in your comfort zone. That sucks. 
Because you can't evolve like that. And what happens, at least with me, and that happens amongst others when I was hiring my team, it felt really, really difficult. And I got so wrapped up in the fact that everything felt so difficult that I for- I lost sight of my vision. I lost sight of that circle. And I just started looking at all of those balls hitting me and making me doubt myself. And it felt so hard. It was so painful, literally, almost physically, so uncomfortable that I almost gave up. And I'm not a quitter. <laughs> my dad always said, quitters never win and winners never quit. And yet I felt like, whoa, this feels so terrible. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And a few weeks ago, it felt like, wow, having a team is so terrible. Maybe I should go, or like terrible, terribly hard. Not terrible, because my team is going to listen to this and we're going to be like, what? <laughs> no, having a team is so terribly hard is what I thought. Maybe I should just go back to doing everything myself. Because, you know, pain. Hey, this is a really quick interruption with a surprise for you. I promise you're gonna love this. I was just in a conversation, actually a power hour, with a client in my mastermind, and we were going through her strategy of how to scale her six-figure business to seven figures this year. And I asked her what she wanted, and she said, yeah, I want a million, but I also want more time with my kids. I want to stop working evenings, and I want to have more energy for what I love doing. And I said, okay, no problem. Let's list out all of your targets. We did exactly that. And then we got to work on the key elements she needs in order to grow her six-figure business to a seven-figure business this year. And I applied my million methods. Now we worked on this for a little bit over an hour. And at the end I was like, well, this was really valuable. Why don't I put this into a training to share with my audience? And as you are here on a podcast, I want to offer this to you for free. Now know that working with me costs 10k for a day. The fact that I'm offering this to you for free is quite a glitch and I am going to delete this after a while. So if you want my million method training, there is only one way you can access it. It's by going to my Instagram, fastforwardamy, and DMing me the word method. If you do that, I'm going to send you my quick 24-minute training where I map out exactly how you can grow your online business from six to seven figures this year. So go to my Instagram, fastforwardamy, DM me the word method, and I'm going to send you the link to this really, really exclusive video training. Okay, bye! And then I normalized it. And I identified it as being growing pains. It is just me evolving. And for you, this might feel like what happens when in your business, you're reaching out to new clients or a client quits on you or you're building a team or you are spending more money for the first time and it's a little bit more tight. It might happen in your private life when or your personal life when you go through a breakup and it makes you doubt who you are, although you were just trying out like dating a new guy or whatever. Normalize it. It's normal to suffer from a breakup. It's normal to suffer at different stages when you're trying on new projects and doing your best and when you're evolving because you're going towards that new circle. But know that if you actually keep your vision on that circle, maybe you can dodge a few of the balls and just not get distracted by them. Keep going there. And once you end up in that new circle, that becomes your new normal. The elastic band that you felt will have been stretched and it will be okay for you to sit there 
comfortable comfortably and it's almost like you're playing a game of like Mario I don't know I used to play a lot of Mario I don't know the games um like the names and you've just hit a new level and when you die you're still at that level <laughs> like you'll still be in that new circle and then you know what there will be a new circle there will be a new zone of games that you want to go towards and that's again growing by the way, on the topic of growing pains, my dad told me that it might be wise to stop calling them growing pains because you focus on pain and just call it growing. So it's normal. You're feeling like this because you're trying on new things. Think of a kid that's going to school the first two weeks of a new school year. They are exhausted. They cry like at the tiniest thing happening. So it's normal. You're growing. Normalize it. That's my first step. First thing we could all do when the going gets tough. And I'm definitely gonna remember this next time I feel like this. By the way, before that happens, you kind of need to recognize what you're going through and then you can normalize it. So basically it's recognize your feelings, normalize it. And then let's switch to the positive side. Be proud of yourself. Be proud of the things that you have already accomplished and focus on the good news. Um, what I did personally, when it felt like it was going, um, it was difficult with my team and everyone was struggling with changes and, and adapting. We started switching up our meetings and we said, okay, at the be beginning of every meeting, everyone will say a win or a praise for someone else. And you can literally see the meeting taking on a whole new vibe because you start and it's like, oh, a positive thing and then another positive thing. And you kind of wire it so that we all know the meetings are fun. We're focusing on the positive stuff. And if there's something negative, like a customer service issue, it's just a really tiny thing that comes up, but we've started with a positive note and we end on a positive note. And with you, you might do that a different way, but know that your brain is wired to focus on the things it does regu regularly. So I sometimes notice myself uh, focusing on the shoulds and have tos and the negative side a lot and like whining a lot. And once you start focusing on the positive things, your brain will use that path more frequently. Now I talked about this in episode, I think it was 10 or 11 with my dad when he talked about like how to become happy when you're like, when you feel like stuff is uh, hard. And he talks about a good news log, which is typical of my dad. My dad is, like, I don't know, is a very special um, way of looking at things. He's extremely strong mentally. And the reason he is that way is because he's always focusing on the positive stuff. I will almost never hear him say, like hear him gossiping about someone else. He'll try to focus on the positive things, say positive stuff, and he keeps this good news log. So every day, every little pos uh, positive thing that happens, he writes it down. And I know a lot of people are very into uh, gratitude journaling. And I dig that. I applaud that. But I also know that after a while, if you go to sleep every night, you're like, oh, this is my gratitude journal. Ooh, I am very grateful for uh, my bed. I'm, uh, yes, I am uh, grateful for my friends. After a while, it kind of gets boring. <laughs> You're like, well, this is ridiculous. I'm always grateful for my bed. Apparently that bed is really important. <laughs> Instead of gratitude journaling, you could also do win journaling or create a good news log like my dad did. And that could be that you just try to state every positive thing that happens to you 
or for you and write it down. It could be like, hey, I found a parking spot nearby or hey, we had a fun meeting or I saw one of my team members like bloom and open up or uh, my hair is really looking good today or uh, it wasn't raining, amazing. Just the even the tiniest things that are positive, write them down and you will wire yourself to focus on the positive. Now, if you're feeling very low, you might not wanna do this, but I promise you there's good stuff going on all around you and you can be proud of yourself. So list three things of yourself every day at the end of the day that you're proud of. And yes, this is really focusing on performance, but it could just be that you're like, hey, I got out of bed today. Or hey, I listened to Amy's podcast today. Something like that. Just list three things. Be proud of yourself. Focus on the good news. Okay? So we had recognizing your feelings, normalizing your feelings, focusing on good news, aka being proud of yourself and stuffs. (laughs) And next up, fourth one is actually focusing on your process, on what you're going through, instead of looking at where you want to go, your end goal. So what I did in university, um, I was always a very overachieving type A person. Still am, unfortunately. (laughs) And I remember, so in Belgium, we have a really weird system. During Christmas break, when everyone is having fun, you have to study because your exams start in the beginning of January. So when Christmas break started, I would always be just coming off of like 13 weeks of school. And then you have to start studying because you have all of these really big exams happening two weeks later. But then your entire family is um, celebrating Christmas and stuff. And in between those events, you got to study. And in the beginning, it's really difficult because you're so unfocused and you're not used to sitting at your desk entire days studying. And I would always make this huge ass list, like planning... And then my plan, and then the first Saturday of studying. And I would not hit the plan. And I would be like, oh my god, but I wanted to do these chapters, and I already got this far. And I totally underestimated what I could do. No, I overestimated what I could do, and blah, blah, blah. And I got so worked up. And after a while, I was like, you know what? This is not it. Because if you've been working all day on it, and you did all you could, then you did all you could. My mom used to always tell me, you can only do your best. And she knows I used to hate that because as an overachieving type A person, you're like, no, you want to do really well. You want to score 20 out of 20 points, you know? But in hindsight, I got to give it to her. She was so right because you can only do your best. So that's what I started doing then. And she sometimes still uses this as an example too. I installed this timer on my phone and I decided that once I got into the rhythm of things, if I had studied for eight hours, excluding breaks and lunch and dinner and stuff, I did a really good job. And that was good enough because that was a process. And if that wasn't getting me ready in time for the exams, then so be it. Then there was just not enough time or whatever. Focus on the process instead of your end goal. Focus on the process instead of the degree you're getting or like the points you're hitting at your exam or how much money you're making. Execute the process once you have your vision that's clear. So I do have to add that is you do need to know where you're going. For me, it was really clear. I needed to um, pass my exams. And then I focused on the process and I was like, well, and then if I pass or not or get good grades or not, I can't really influence that. I can only influence the work I'm doing to get there. So for you in your business or anything else, it might just be the same. So if you have your vision that's clear, now start focusing on the process and then... When the going gets tough, 
now you can just focus on the going and make it a little bit less tough because that's what we want to do. And then last but not least, um, and this is a huge one, and obviously I did this strategically, <laughs> but you need a support system. You feel alone because you're trying to do it all alone, but you're doing that to yourself. You don't have to do it all alone. And take this from the world's most worstest person at asking for help. It's totally fine to ask for help. Over the years, whenever I get the question, how you stay motivated or whatever, I laugh because in my business, I gotta say, it doesn't happen often that I'm not motivated. <laughs> but personally, wow. I went from working out a ton to not being able to work out anymore because I didn't enjoy it anymore. And I was like, oh, let me just hack this. And I hired a trainer. Or I went swimming with a friend before everyone starts like wanting to slap me in the face because they can't afford a trainer. You can also just uh, decide with a friend to go swimming together. You can go for a walk with your mom every week on the same day. I don't know, but install a support system. Motivation is like an emotion. It will ebb and flow. And motivation is not really a thing that is going to drive you. I think it's more like a commitment to the process. So things that have really helped me is joining a coaching program um, or a mastermind, uh, hiring a trainer, hiring a coach to coach me mentally. My team has been an incredible support system when I let them. <laughs> I do hand over enough control though. That's not the issue. It's just daring to really ask for help and being like, hey, I need a little bit more of this. Could you maybe help me out with that? And in my case, like I said earlier, um, or I guess I said it in a previous episode, it was purely about me living a bit, needing a little bit more affirmation actually at times. A support system is so incredibly valuable. And if we look back at how we evolved as humans back in the days, um, we're not made to be all alone. We're made to do stuff together. I know when my cousin had her first baby, she laughed and she was like, oh my god, I now totally get why women used to be like in a coven and raise like each other's kids because you kind of just need more than one person to do certain things. Hire a household help, household help cleaning lady, um, order your groceries instead of going for them, build in a support system whichever way it takes. So I wouldn't be me if I wouldn't say that next week I am opening up the pre-order doors for the Business Freedom Elevator. And I'm very serious about that program because when I look at, when I get this question, I almost didn't want to record this episode because I was like, it's bullshit. Because <laughs> you just keep going once you have that support system. And it was actually the number one thing I wanted to talk about. Once you dare to invest in a program where you meet like-minded people, when you have friends that are also supporting you in your entrepreneurial journey or your personal development journey, when you have, uh, when you dare to actually, for example, ask your parents for help, or when you go and work out with a friend, or I don't know, when you find a psychologist or a therapist or a coach, it all becomes easier. You can do, be doing well, you can be doing bad, but you're never really alone because you've built in your support system. And that is amongst others what happens in the Business Freedom Elevator. Once you join, you will not only get educated on how to increase your authority and your brand and get your name out there and attract your ideal clients, you will also be able to not be alone and to join our monthly and weekly sessions, our, our coaching calls, you will meet a lot of people who are in the same boat as you and you will finally know 
that you're not alone and that it's okay to feel the way you're feeling. So that goes back into that normalizing where we started off with. Once you surround yourself with other people who are more your level, it will become more normal and the journey will become easier. So if you're looking for that and that sounds kind of enticing, definitely go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash elevator to register for the waitlist because you will be the first one to know when we open up the doors and you will get a 500 euro discount if you register on time. There's limited spots available though, so be fast. <laughs> okay, to recap, today we talked about recognizing your feelings, normalizing how you feel, hey, it's just growth, being proud of yourself and focusing on the good news, focusing on the process instead of only your end goal, and building in a support system, so, so, so important. This was episode 53 of the Fast Forward Amy Show, and as promised, I have a free training for you that you're gonna love, and it's my Get Your Shit Together training. I recorded this a few years ago, but it's gonna help you really get on top of your game, get your shit together, and create some clarity for yourself. If you want to access that, click the link in the description or go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash get your shit together. Um, I want to remind you that you can always find a written version of this and all of these steps on the website, um, just like at the number of the episode. So in this case, fastforwardamy.com forward slash 53. Okay. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to something that will help you. I hope this kind of lifted you up and um, yeah talk to you next week, Tuesday, when I am back with an episode on mindset shifts that will help you get 10k months, okay? Have a happy day!